Sounds good. Let's do it. Let's do it. Welcome to the best sound show. Bing, 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 Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins. <laughs> you forgot your part, Jonathan. Go ahead. I, d- I, was, I was never informed of my part. <laughs> <laughs> well, neither were we. <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dyster, and I'm joined, as always, by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Danae Hughes. What's up? We write for CinemaSins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well. And happy 4th of July weekend, if you're listening to this uh, as it comes out. Uh, and happy year anniversary to Behind the Sins podcast. It was, BTS. it was uh, June 27th of 2019 when the very first episode, official episode of BTS dropped. Uh, so that was a couple days ago. Um, but this is lining up pretty closely to our year anniversary, and uh, maybe that's kind of be part of our Fourth of July like celebration every year. That was five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Does it feel like it's it, been five years? No, because just because of not oh. because of us. other things <gasps> that may or may it not be like going on in the world. Has lasted for yeah. five years. Yeah, yeah, it definitely feels that way for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so celebrate your Fourth of July weekend by listening to a clip show from BTS celebrating the anniversary of an important creation uh, in this world <laughs> behind the sins 4th of July <laughs> the we only should... BTS that's right. that's right hashtag the real BTS um we should say a huge thanks to those of you who sent in your submissions oh yeah lots of good participation um we people you know, send in stuff oh yeah. yes yes <laughs> people were very adamant about the parts of this show they love here's what we're going to do for this uh year anniversary celebration uh the three of us will just discuss a little bit i don't know for how long but just a little bit about kind of our thoughts on the show over the past year how we uh, have felt about it some of our favorite memories um expectations were those fulfilled maybe not whatever the case may be we'll just have a little discussion about that and then we're going to count down your top 10 moments from behind the sins for the first year of its existence and we'll play those for you so um is there gonna be an awards show too no 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 awards show other than the top other than the top 10 you could say there's an award for best moment of the year at number (sighs) one I want my participation trophy. I know, right? Because I'm for sure up for the Never Missed a Show Award because I'm the only one that's (laughs) That's been on every episode this year. That's right. That's right. How do you feel about that, Danae? I feel bitter. I can tell. I can tell. (laughs) A little bit. It's like, when's my break? When's my break, guys? I don't get one. No, no. Uh, we're, I mean, we're trying. Nope. We're trying now for that. None of us get one. Like it's kind of one of those things where we're we're giving our best shot to to make sure we work ahead or do whatever we need to do that the three of us can can record each week. Um, you know, sometimes that means we miss videos to talk about because we have to like record this ahead. week. Like this week, should we look at like with the videos that we're we're missing yeah. out on this week? You can Let's pull those up, it. Danae. What 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 videos uh, are we not talking about because we're doing this this week? All of them. Oh, good good call. All right, moving on. <laughs> um we're gonna miss uh onward which i'm no! a bit bummed about no yeah oh, I'm so sad i don't get to hear aaron talk about well, it because no! of pixar for but, an hour but shocker i actually watched this one so that i wouldn't be ruined on it so i'm I have, sorry 
I have onward thoughts. So many onward thoughts, um, mm. which we're not going to go into. But maybe we can do like a quick recap when we come back. Yeah. How about how about the week we come back? We're like, hey, remember the onward that we didn't remember, talk about? You thought video? you missed it. Heaven but... forbid we don't talk about a Pixar movie. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. There are rules. There are rules. Um, and we're also missing Angel Has Fallen. Oh, that's okay. all right. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, maybe we'll Those catch up the, on some onward. I will tell you, Angels Fallen is as somebody who is perfectly fine with the previous two as fallen movies. Angels Fallen is just God. It's a slog. <laughs> so it basically, we're totally fine skipping next week, <laughs> except for onward. But it's a great video, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Except for onward, we will get. Well, to it doesn't that sound like Jonathan wants to talk about onward. I so don't. Care. No, I was just I was just being mean to Aaron. Oh, I he just mean, knows how I much I love like Pixar. It. I, I, it's not my favorite Pixar movie, but I, it, there's plenty to talk about with. Yeah, yeah, but not this week. This week we're going to do the best of the first year of BTS, and I guess I'll just ask you guys, like, first, can you believe it's been a year? And then second, can you believe it's only been a year? <laughs> like, both those things kind of seem true at the same time. I'm really excited that it's been a year because obviously when we first started this podcast, I wasn't part of the team officially. And um, I didn't know if I was going to be part of the team because I was on a temp high, like a temporary month to month. And then I had a, a longer contract where it's like you're going to be contracted for this many months. But even beyond that, I wasn't sure how this was going to develop as far as me working with CinemaSins as a writer. And then my job has really like evolved into writing and then like logistics and um, administrative stuff as well, which I really enjoy. So it's it's been a really fun journey for me. And behind the scenes is um, it's a sweet spot in my history with the company because I really have had an opportunity to be almost like an like an outsider being welcomed welcomed in and you can go and hear that journey mm-hmm. of of me questioning myself and questioning what I'm doing and um letting you guys that are listening to the show in on that experience has been really important to me because I've not always opened up that door of like here are my flaws. Here's where I'm not that great. Here's, you know, my imperfections. I, I used to hide those a lot more. And so it's been a really cool experience for me. Like, I don't know, just the kind of the growth that I've done personally as the show has begun. So for me, BTS is like a really emotional thing. Um, and it's been a lot of fun, too. I really enjoy coming and talking to you guys every week. You mentioned uh, just recently how... When you started BTS, you didn't even feel like you were really a part of the team yet. Like it was, you know, so it's it definitely is one of those things where this show really represents your time with this company. Like it is, Mm -hmm. you know, a a real document in that way. So that's that's really interesting. The first episode we recorded, or I guess it was the episode zero. That was the first time Danae and I had ever talked. Yeah. What? I mean, is that for real? Yeah. Yeah. The only, I mean, I mean, technically, I think we were, I think before she was working with us, there was a, um, like we had a, just a team meeting or something and she was at your office and she said hi to us. But I mean, I never just had a conversation with her by any means. Uh, Yeah. He's right. Maybe I had talked to her through email, but I don't, maybe, yeah, maybe we had exchanged, like, I'm sure because I started to become more obviously part of it because yeah. I was doing a lot of yeah. like almost secret shadow work for a little bit, you know, writing on some scripts where no one really knew I was writing, but just a couple people. And and then, yeah, so Jonathan and I's BTS was really us meeting. So in a way, also, you can hear like 
Jonathan and I have been developing our own friendship well, throughout this show. What's amazing is how you guys have committed to that and you don't talk to each other except during the show. I think that's been <laughs> that's been really interesting over the past year. We were, so. just, we were texting, I think, yesterday or maybe the day before. <laughs> LOL. That's not talking. Yeah. Uh, uh, what about you guys? She was sending me how... pictures of dogs and <laughs> shaved buttholes. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, not even that my dogs, just internet <laughs> yeah, dogs. Well, that was the weird thing. Like I don't, I didn't know you had a, a Dotson. That's weird. <laughs> uh, seriously, what about you guys? Like, how has this show been for you? Like, look, thinking back on this year, this this was my first. This is my first like really podcast. I I've been on the Sincast quite a few times. I guess it on other podcasts. I did the mini. I you know started doing mini pods with Chris, but this was my first like full on weekly. Uh, podcast so that's been that's been a big part of it um and we really i mean and the fact that we've like we haven't missed a week really i mean i guess i missed a couple but for the most part like we've you know we've done something every week um so that's just that's been exciting because i i'd always wanted to do podcasts ever since i started listening to them um i i only really knew i mean i knew you guys from podcasts i mean i knew aaron at that point because we had worked on tv sense together and developed that but um that's just i don't know it's just it's been really awesome it's been a really fun experience getting to actually have my own podcast um and then just getting the um uh, the people that listen you know communicating with you and telling you what they like and don't like and you like the I, the idea that like i have like things i've said that get used as like expression stuff like it's just crazy it's crazy it makes no sense i'm boring <laughs> <laughs> You As know. Jonathan's new friend, I, I can confirm he is boring. <laughs> I'm, I'm not excited. But, uh, that's okay. But we at can't least, all be exciting like Aaron. Uh, well, at least you eat like spices and stuff on your food occasionally. You that know, is don't true. just eat plain bread. Um, yeah, no, it's been it's been great. I this was definitely a, a sparkle in my eye at one point. The idea of doing this, I thought it really kind of it stemmed from in my brain the idea that people uh, fans of the content were connected to uh, the A-team through the Syncast and just thinking, what could be that avenue where we can connect to the fans on the B-team, you know, that they can see the rest of the crew. And, you know, currently, as we record this, that's the whole crew, just the six of us. And mm -hmm. it kind of worked with three in the A-team, three in the B-team, two pot. It just, it all made sense in my, like, organizing structural brain that the three of us needed to do a podcast. And it also made sense that there wasn't really any kind of behind-the-scenes stuff that we were doing and that people might be interested in that. And so it, it really came to, together very fast. <laughs> like it came together real quick in my brain and then real quick in real life. And uh, it's kind of a miracle in that way because that doesn't always happen. And I just, I've, you know, Danae and I have obviously done shows and podcasts and stuff before. So, you know, I knew we had uh, that going for us at the beginning that, you know, we already knew how to do this together. And Jonathan, you just slipped right in and, you know, made it a perfect threesome. So it's just been really cool, <laughs> really cool to see, uh, see how that's, how that's worked. So I'm in the middle. Uh, I mean, occasionally, occasionally, you know, I think it's good to take um, turns. The well, it depends. Go ahead. It depends because sometimes you go first, sometimes Aaron goes yeah, first, and sometimes yeah. I go first. The important thing is that everybody gets a turn. You know, that's, <laughs> that's right. That's the important thing. The uh, the B team thing's funny too because I know the guys uh, they hate call saying us it. That. Yeah, they hate and, saying and they it. They do. They even feel bad after they said it, and then Aaron was just finally like, "Look, we've embraced it. We're good. <laughs> we like, like it. It's yeah, fun. no, there's something beautiful yeah. about that. I I think it's yeah. great. I I love that we're the B team. It's... Unless it's expected of us, which is kind of nice. <laughs> 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 that's, right. that's right. We don't want to make the important. 
important decision. Yeah. You made a you made a good point too, Jonathan, just like in reflecting like the fan experience has been really fun too. Yes. Um the the phrasing, you know, that they that they kinda latch on to, the silly things like go live life and do stuff became a shirt and a and a mug. I think we should do another one like that's a phrase from Aaron, like maybe one that says fascinating and then one from Jonathan that I don't know, Jonathan, would you want it to be yeah or I'll do whatever? <laughs> I don't know. I, I was I was I was uh, taken back when uh, I believe it was Austin tweeted something about the uh, I, I said the thing about, you know, you no one ever teaches you as a parent that reading Dr. Seuss to your kid is going to be a pain <laughs> in the ass. I, I thought that I thought it was great. Somebody else found that funny. So maybe. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's fun. It's very yeah, true. Like- um, that's been a, a really cool part of like and just then connecting I actually to the got fans. Tips on how to read Doctor Seuss. I was like, well, my child's a little older now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you can still do it. Yeah, which totally. Sure she'll be fine with that. There's been an interesting learning process too, and if you guys have anything to kind of comment on that too. But uh, over the year, learning how to communicate together, how to podcast together, um, the idea of how do we talk about what we do behind the scenes without it being boring, without it being you know the stuff that people don't care about finding you know zooming in on the stuff that people do care about uh, all that stuff has been interesting to learn yeah and we actually asked you guys about that too we did the survey which is one of when i'm reflecting on this last year that was one of the highlights for me was pretty early on saying hey what do you guys like about what we're doing what do you not like what um like how would you rank our different um segments that we do and just the outpouring of people who participated and then even went beyond and went ahead and signed up for our newsletter and then signed up for a sticker. Uh, That whole process was really crazy and fun for me because we had just basically started our show, but we already had that fan feedback and that confidence like, okay, this is what they enjoy. Let's keep giving you guys what you want. We had suggestions that we still haven't had a chance to fully flesh out yet, but we've already started doing like bonus pods for our members on Patreon. You know, that was a big thing that was requested. Um, Guest appearances on other podcasts. Jonathan has been doing a lot of that, which is what you guys asked for as well. You asked for us to be on Syncast more frequently, and that's been happening. So it was just really cool to just say, hey, what do you guys like? And have a place for that to kind of happen. And that was a big big moment for the for my bts experience too i think there's a there's also an interesting thing where uh okay because maybe this is just me i'll just speak for myself but when we go over the stuff we've done i am very narcissistic and that i'm focused on the funny stuff that i wrote and in different things and so learning in some ways like how how to be more uh uh, like generous like the idea of mm-hmm. it's not about all the 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 things that I want to talk about that I did but really thinking about how what a team effort it is to do what we do um that's been a really fart fun part fart part of the uh, fart it's a fart pun. part it's been a fart pun of the podcast it, for me the fart pun it's been a fart pun of the podcast guys it's there's so your true. quote Aaron there's your quote I'm sorry <laughs> Aaron's learned that I'm sorry, Aaron's that joke that is just okay a cast. To I'm let sorry. Other people share in the glory. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Aaron's learned how to appreciate what other people write. It is true. So it is true. It is true. <laughs> I, no, that's true. It, it really it, has. And you, again, you guys can speak for yourself. I think you both kind of feel the same way, but there is this desire, you know, to go, hey, I wrote this. But very early on, we were very specific to say, let's, you know, back off on who wrote what as much because it really is a team effort. Every once in a while, we'll talk about it and, and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And I've just really enjoyed how, you know, it, it really is when you think, okay, who wrote a sin? The answer is 
TV sins wrote us in or cinema sins wrote us in. And then, you know, the actual author is almost not important because we all tweak stuff and do stuff. And that's been part of the interesting thing to let people know, too, is there isn't really an author of every sin. We're no, all the author. No, there really isn't. Yeah. Because especially, I mean, TV sins is what we more know because we, we don't, you know, we're more, we do the leads on a lot of TV sins. You can, I mean, and, I, and Janae's doing that now, too. I mean, almost every sin is some kind of combination of some sort or some tweak. You know, it might have started with somebody, but then it's tweaked by somebody else. I mean, it yeah. really is a collaborative effort, 100%. It super, super is, but I'll say also, um, I am still not great at that. I even when we were talking about a uh, script last week, I was like, when "You rewrote my sins." Yeah, I wrote. Yeah, I re I'm like, I rewrote Jonathan's stuff, and then I did this one, this one, this one, and I really like those. So I think I still do that. No, oh, I know I do. Be, yeah, I that's yeah. Like, no, we do that. Yeah, and we give credit to other people too. Like when you know, on the cinema sense, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, Jeremy wrote that." But um, I think I think to your point though is that we're we're aware that mm -hmm. uh, of the collaborativeness, and we're not really. It's not becoming a this is what we did show. You know, yeah. like there was a question that came early and i remember about uh why do we not credit the writers on each of the videos since we know who wrote on them you know why wouldn't it mm -hmm. kind of maybe be in the description and to to that point it's it's a collaborative effort um but also in that same vein another highlight for me of the show and of course it's a little egoy um but not just for me but for you guys too is watching people guess who wrote on what script or mm -hmm. i'll get dms and i'll get you know private messages that are like you did this one and it was so funny and there is like such a thrill of being like i did do that one how did you know that was me <laughs> well you there's know? also a thrill of nope you're wrong we all yep. can do that stuff you know like that's that's a fun part of it too is like the yeah. amount of times people are like oh that's a great pun you know i bet dicer wrote that, that. Was for like, sure no, that was yeah. jonathan man or uh -huh. you know that was barrett or whatever the case may be or like and when Danae pulled out her elephant, uh, not elephant, um, no, not elephant man, eraser head. There is the a same director. There's yeah. really no reason to pull out your elephant, Jonathan. That, hey, is, listen. that is not eraser a good head idea. knowledge. Is oh, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but, and, and I also like how I've sort of started to try to write sins like Jonathan or Aaron, just to just to, just to mess people, with people, just for yeah. fun. Yeah. So there's like this real meta part to to the show that's well, been really fun. Play, you do like you like things about like I'll like things about a certain way Aaron writes something, and that'll that'll be brought in into something I'm working on that's similar, I think. Sure. You know, I mean, that make, that's that's normal. I do, I do want to say, before we get much further on, that I kind of... So, uh, early on, I was on Discord all the time, and I just want to say, something happened with my Discord experience in the last few months where I just kind of disappeared from there. It's not working on my computers, on both of my computers. I Like, it's really hard to log in through my app. It's all messed up. So I have to log on through my tabs, and then mm -hmm. there's like a mistake basically I, I get notifications even if my tabs are closed. So I'm literally not on discord at hardly at all anymore. And I kind of want to say, I'm so sorry to the fans that I have not been as engaged lately because I really do love the discord group. I love the fans being there. Um, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. I will definitely be back eventually. And yeah, I could open it on my phone, but I kind of have coveted things on my phone. My phone you know, is like the most, I know I don't have to apologize, but yeah. like the, it's the most important thing to me is that my phone doesn't make me not want to go to my phone. So I have notifications turned off. So I literally just forget I have access to stuff. And I, and I can even hear, you know, 
Aaron, you're doing it, and Jonathan, and even fans going, you don't have to apologize. But I love the fan engagement, and since we're talking about it, it's just like one of those sore spots, I think, when I think about BTS, where I feel like I... Uh, I, I want to get better at going back into certain areas more frequently to do fan engagement because it is a fun part of the show for me is to highlight your guys's thoughts and expressions. Um, so I'm sorry that I bounced, but I, I don't mean to ghost y'all. Okay, yeah, I, thank yeah you. I don't know that they miss us. Whenever I get on there, it's like there's already like 80 conversations going on and I don't even know where to jump in. So yeah. I'm like, hey. I think they I think they love us. They love the engagement, <laughs> but I but no, they they are they have a beautiful community there at Discord. There's a beautiful community on Twitter. There's And Reddit know, too. I've I've really enjoyed uh, the, the fan engagement part of it as if well. If you're a patron that's never gotten in on the full Discord experience, I highly recommend it. Uh, they they have a lot of fun on there. Um, yeah, it's and, a good and group there of are, people. There are non Patreon areas of it you can also participate in. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I that recommend. That is true. That is true. Um, all right, you guys want to get into the uh, the top ten? You ready for this? Or you get all hearts clear? Have any more thoughts about the past year you want to get to before? Um, is that Friday Night Lights? <laughs> no, that's a clear hearts or clear eyes, clear hearts oh. or whatever. No, all hearts clear I, is a church thing. That is definitely a church oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew I'd heard it somewhere. That makes I sense. did want to say, I don't know that, that these two are going to be in the top 10. So I'm going to just mention them. And then if they're in oh. the top 10 somewhere, I'll be excited. Uh-huh. But um, somebody said that their favorite thing. Uh, about the show because we asked like hey what's your favorite thing send us a timestamp and this one did not include a timestamp um so we we obviously couldn't go through all of the episodes to find an example but it was of me explaining just in general women's stuff <laughs> <And> it was <laughs> like <laughs> i just really i loved that so much well, they like that better than me and aaron explaining women's I stuff mean, i think i mean come I on do a pretty good job. i mean it's uh, called mansplaining for a reason because the yeah. men are better at it i mean it's in the- <laughs> and, <laughs> super Super true. Isn't that why it's like, called um, mansplaining? Like, kidney stones are exactly like having a baby. That's yeah, right. Exactly. Um, and then the other one that I don't know if it's going to be in. I really hope to hear it. But if I don't, I want to mention it just so that we can go through the top 10 and kind of, you know, close out the show with a bang and not have to go back and be like, no, oh, sure. so hear this one. No, it's a good idea. Um, was Jonathan being eaten by a vacuum cleaner? That was one of my <laughs> most one of your favorite, favorite moments. moments. And if it's not in the top that 10, that's super a, okay. But that was so, so that funny. That was a super early episode too, right? Yeah. Like, that was was first it was early on it was early yeah. on. I had to learn about i had to learn about like recording at my house not having, like, a true <laughs> see there are things we and... learned uh <laughs> yeah there are a couple things i'll mention before we get into the top 10 too because a lot of the things that you sent us were just quotes which is a little bit different than a clip in some ways and so i kind of separated out just some of the a couple of the quotes that just were nothing more than the quote uh, a recent one that apparently a lot of people like is the um uh god loves you and i'm trying real hard uh from just a couple episodes <laughs> apparently that's become a big saying uh on on the discord uh they also they also mentioned uh we're gonna play spot my crack at sin week uh was one of their favorite um moments i actually thought about that god loves you uh thing the other day when my daughter was really really getting under my skin yeah and, <laughs> <laughs> and i'm trying real hard I'm trying real hard. Uh, and then the, some of the running gags uh, that they mentioned that are kind of hard to put into a uh, a clip, so to speak. Uh, they mentioned the emails 
the countless emails that Danae has had to create oh uh, since that was invented, uh, which is a fun thing. Uh, someone mentioned distracted Danae is a running joke <laughs> that they really love. <laughs> the fact that, oh, you guys are so patient with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the drinking game stuff. They they also mentioned that as a running gag. Uh, <laughs> if Danae hasn't seen a movie or TV show, take a drink. If Aaron says fascinating, take a drink. That kind of stuff uh, is in there as well. So wanted to give those mentions, even though they tag technically aren't didn't in have a clip the top 10 uh cool. the the most mentioned thing i didn't put in the top 10 but i will save for the end of the show and we will go out with it uh that is these chips are good uh <laughs> if you've been dying to hear these chips are good again uh we will play it at the end of the show and uh the reason i think is that's just a, that's a little bit different it's a weird story right because we basically we kind of turned a negative into a positive in some ways because we lost an entire episode due to technical difficulties and I just I didn't have anything to put in there and I was like oh this stupid little song that Danae and I recorded is fun we'll throw that in there and people seem yeah. to enjoy it so yeah my favorite moment ever is fixing my mic accidentally on air that was fun that was probably my favorite you know we could probably spend an extra 20 minutes of this episode talking about technical difficulties uh, I have it has ruined my day many times the different technical difficulties we've had but i think we kind of have it figured out a little bit now yeah there was that time my voice Maybe. was really slow oh, right that was amazing right yeah that's that not was, in here as well that was that's not a good as one funny too. to danae as it was to me and aaron <laughs> it was she couldn't hear a little irritated with us but it was so funny hey guys what what do you mean my voice is slower that doesn't what <laughs> Are you mad? That was the day I remember. Like, the name was like Jonathan. Aaron understands right now that I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Part In of it has also been not. me teaching how teaching Jonathan how to read Danae. <laughs> like, no, you don't understand, Jonathan. This is actual anger right now. Be careful. <laughs> because I'm a firebender. Okay. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hey, podcast peeps, it's me again. Um, those are my dogs. Those are my. Uh, every time I try to talk. Wow. Is this how Aaron feels? When we're. Okay, we're going to try this. I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash BTS. So...
go fill it out. All right, let's get into the top 10. Again, these are from you, and they are ranked by amount of mentions, passion in those mentions, different things like that. Uh, there's a little bit of subjectivity to it, but we'll go through it. Uh, speaking of running jokes, number 10 is a running joke. In fact, I have included uh, two clips uh, for this one. Um, this is Puppet Sex Part 1 and Puppet <laughs> Sex Part 2. Uh, this is from this is from the very first episode. And okay. and I was surprised by how, like the very first episode is like almost exactly what we do now. Like I've just I've been surprised. Like the segments are all the same. The, like I'm just like man, we had that locked in right from the beginning, man. I was thinking when Danae said we did that survey, I'm like I don't think we actually instigated anything from it, but we did do it. <laughs> no, it did help us with a couple of things. But anyways, so this is from the very first episode. This is uh, Puppet Sex Part One. I'm oh, actually. We'll, I'm we'll gonna... have uh, Barrett. Barrett's gonna hop in. Oh, I was oh, gonna nice. bring in a puppet. Okay, never mind. Puppet sex? No, Aaron. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? No, I was saying that I would have like a little Jonathan puppet, and now it's weird. Now it's weird forever. Do I need to bring a puppet too? No, God. <laughs> So that was one of the uh, the most mentions one uh, <laughs> and probably plays to something with us where we just try to make Danae uncomfortable and <laughs> it, just, it just happens that way. Oh, my God. Well, and then that reminds me of like, I, the, I don't know if this is going to be in there, too, but just like visually thinking about puppet sex and how uncomfortable it was and like it was like Jonathan and anyway. Yeah, that's that's just reminding me of all kinds of uncomfortable things. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's do the uh, puppet sex part two uh, because honestly we did continue to talk about the Jonathan puppet quite a bit uh, over the course of our episodes. Uh, this comes from episode twenty seven. That's right, twenty seven episodes later, we're still talking about the Jonathan puppet. Uh, here's where here's where that happened. Well, I I do have a hand puppet, Jonathan. Here. <laughs> do you? Hi, everybody. <laughs> I can't do Jonathan's voice very well, admittedly. Was that an actual attempt nope. at Jonathan's voice? It's because just a voice. <laughs> it's pretty exciting. We're gonna talk about all things cinema. Sin. Uh, I am I am terrified at uh, where the uh, Jonathan hand puppet will eventually take us in this show. I'm not going in your butt. <laughs> okay, not that kind of. T- now I'm that kind of terrified. Because <laughs> that's where that's where it goes for puppets. Is, is that not what you're thinking? This is gonna be a big joke. Is like a person's hand is up the butt of a Muppet. So yes. what were you thinking? Right. No, no, no. I was I was just talking about just the general thing of you imitating Jonathan and where you were going to, you know, take Jonathan. Like... Oh, well, this is embarrassing. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Jonathan, maybe you should go over in the corner. Okay. <laughs> okay, he's gone. See? Right, Problem solved. Uh, so oh Jonathan Puppet God. is still in the corner. It has stayed there this, ever since. This was, I believe, I was out of town, right? Correct. Yeah. We recorded. Yeah, so this was one I listened to on the way back, because you sent it for all of us to listen to, and I listened to it on the way back home with my wife sitting next to me, and she was like, <laughs> what? what is this show? You know, of course, she doesn't listen to it, because uh, why would you listen to your husband's you know, stuff? But um, uh, I think my daughter had headphones on. I don't think I played it. Thank God. Oh, thank God. Yeah, that's the, the best part of that clip is, I'll tell you what, you're not going up my butt. <laughs> what? Where did that even come that's from? Actually, that's actually, that's, that is something I would say, because I'm, I'm not a fan of that. So, uh... <laughs> oh my Nate God. didn't even know that is actually something that I've probably uttered in my life. Oh. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I do, I do love puppets. I find puppets to be so fun. 
I used to want to do like a kids show type thing mm -hmm. where I played guitar and then attached to the back of my guitar was like a little puppet that would, I could take, <laughs> I could stop playing the guitar and then like have a little friend come out and be like, is everybody having a good time? You know, um, nice. and sing songs and be goofy and silly. Uh, but as time has gone on, I'm, I'm more of a tainted person and I don't think I should be singing in front of a group of children anymore. <laughs> it is true. Or maybe I should. Who knows? Also, you said taint. All right, uh, let's move on to number nine. Uh, this one is called, this comes from episode eight, uh, and it is called Danae Pivots. Uh, the pivot is the questionnaire that they ask on Inside the Actor's Studio. So this one was requested oh, yeah. quite a bit. Uh, it's called Danae Pivots. So the questionnaire that he would use is called the Pivot Questionnaire, yes. and it came from a, a French series, uh, and the host's last name was Pivot. Um, Danae, have you ever heard these questions? Do you know anything about Inside the Actor Studio? I, I do remember watching it, but I don't remember the question specifically. Uh, so there are 10 questions. What is your favorite word? Boobs. What, <laughs> what is your least favorite word? Vagina. What, what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? HR in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> what, turn, what turns you off? HR in the corner. <laughs> what is your favorite curse word? Boobs. What sound or noise do you love? <laughs> what sound or noise do you hate? <laughs> what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Yes. What profession would you not like to do? That one. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Sweet Jesus, she's here. <laughs> See? I'm so glad I brought this up now. That was amazing. Uh, my favorite, my favorite part about that is the fact that was not planned. You just started answering the questions when I mentioned the first one, and so we just kept going through them. No, I'm like answering those with like sheer panic. <laughs> it's. I like that, that you had God would say "Sweet Jesus." That's my favorite part of that. Also, what Sweet profession Jesus, would you like to? She's here. Would you like to do? Yes. Uh, any profession I yeah that's what she was saying yeah he i think yeah god was just calling you know, jesus was right there so he was just calling him over there you go mm -hmm. letting jesus know that yeah Renee was home yeah he was just, I, people don't know that god the father calls him sweet jesus like that's that's just yeah. his nickname in heaven so mm -hmm. you know, oh like, sweet child like, of mine call your daughter sweet baby yeah yeah mm -hmm. exactly that's right. I also like that I referred to HR in the corner because at the time there was that thing that had happened where there was HR in the corner. Yeah. Um, that was our way of saying, whoa, whoa, be careful. HR's in the corner. I do not even remember what started that joke, but yeah, that, that that's was something inappropriate, gag. I'm sure. Yes, yes I'm, sure, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. Uh, all right. Number eight. Uh, this one is called Danae Murders Her Husband. Uh, and this is from the very first episode. This is our second clip from the first episode that people wanted to uh, to highlight but yes it's called Danae murders her husband and you will find out why shortly uh, Jonathan yours reminded me of one of the first Google searches where I became very aware that I needed to start searching an incognito and or get one of those what are those like uh, things that protect your IP address <laughs> <laughs> yeah a VPN um, it was for Game of Thrones and my search was how long does it take, how long does the body pulse blood after being flayed <laughs> I literally typed that in because there was this one thing, which it didn't even it didn't even make the cut. But there was this one moment where, you know, the flayed man or whatever, and he had just like, you know, flayed a whole bunch of people and it kind of zooms in. And there's this river of blood kind of coming off of the, the neck region. And I'm thinking this guy is like dead. How long is he going to pulse blood? And it was like I'm looking at it going. <laughs> like, that's kind of that's just silly. 
And then uh, in the combine process, which Aaron kind of talked about, we take our scripts, we take our jokes and everything, and you know, somebody moves it into like one script and we mm-hmm. all make notes on it. And one of the notes on that one was, well, if he was just recently flayed, he probably still has blood. Like, this is the conversations that we're having. <laughs> yes. And that one really, and there were several about Game of Thrones that I was like, right looking at specifically like, like you're a serial real? killer yeah. yeah somebody looks at your searches they're like oh there's a serial killer I'm gonna here. murder my husband yeah soon and it's gonna be <laughs> gross you know so i just need to know how long he's gonna pulse blood after i fillet him <laughs> or i already have and i'm just wondering how long is it <laughs> yeah, how long last? is this gonna last that's right that's the position you're in you're like how long do i have to put up with Gosh. this <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh. That still stands out to me as one of the most ridiculously dumb things I've ever Googled. I still use well, that as an example. It was a perfect way to start the very first keeping tabs. Like the very first keeping tabs is like, this is what this segment is about. Yeah. It was just like the craziness the that happens in preparing, up. you know, yeah. for the show kind of thing. Oh, so, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on to number seven. Uh, this comes from episode 23. And uh, this was sent by a few people and uh, mentioned that this is a representation of the more serious moments that sometimes we get into that they enjoy. Uh, They enjoy the philosophical discussions. uh, But this one was even a little more vulnerability. And uh, this is uh, Danae haters hating hate. Uh, And this involves Barrett coming to Danae's defense. So I remember this moment. This is uh, I wasn't on the show. I think this was a three. Jonathan, do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This was this was a fun moment because I was not expecting Barrett to say what Barrett said. So I'm excited to hear it again because I haven't listened back in a long time. It's a little bit of a longer clip, but I think all of it's uh, important stuff to include. So here's that clip. Um, so I don't want to end the show on a weird note, but we did get some feedback, and I'm going to briefly kind of wade into this particular feedback that we got from the survey. I want to do this for a couple of reasons. One, I want you guys to know that when you have a criticism or a question that could be perceived as criticism, that we're always open to, you know, peeling back the curtain of our own person and talking about that. So here's here's what was written in. It says, this is nitpicky, but there are a lot of people that would love to work for you. You are a movie and TV podcast and hearing Danae say repeatedly how she hates, literally uses that word movies and tv just sounds ungrateful and sometimes boastful you should have some interest in the subject matter but that's me though i am sure i am not the only one so i thought this was a nice bit of juice to just you know like chomp into here Mm -hmm. uh and kind of hear some feedback too from you guys about how this hits you but i think i'll kind of set the, the tone for us a little bit and say you know what you're right I use the word hate and I probably shouldn't use that word. Hate to me is kind of like, I don't know. It's like saying certain, you kind of have a phrase you sort of lean in on. And instead of trying to find maybe the more appropriate word, you just sort of like lean on to a word. And I do say I hate movies a lot. So thank you for pointing that out. I don't want to ever come across as ungrateful. Um, but I, if I have been, I do need to think about that and work on that because this is a job where we're around a lot of movies, but I do want to say that to do this job does not mean I have to love movies like the guys do. And I've struggled with that a lot, actually, um, in joining the team because I am not like them. And so I do compare myself to them. And I think part of why I've talked about hating movies is as I'm just personally sharing very openly 
my process of joining the team, um, being on behind the sins and jumping onto Sincast and even the Patreon hangout. It's me. You're just watching a new person acclimate to a very different environment. I don't know that that disqualifies me from doing this job. I don't know that it means that I shouldn't work for them because somebody else you know, who loves movies would do a better job. I don't know. Maybe they would. They probably would. There's so many people out there that could they very easily nail this. But I can only be me and I can only go from my own perspective. And I can only tell you that I would have already been fired if I was terrible at it. So um, I hope that you and others who maybe feel that same way, maybe a little offended about how I've talked about my job. I hope you kind of hear my heart in that, in that it's kind of two parts. One, I don't think that that disqualifies me from doing this, but two, I should be a little bit more careful about maybe some of the words that I use. So I just wanted to kind of say that, and um, Jonathan, Barrett, if you have anything that you want to add, you can jump in, but I just wanted to kind of clear that air a little bit. Well, I'm glad you did uh, from your own perspective, because I can tell that this affects you. Uh, whoever does have this criticism, in particular of, of Danae, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Because Danae is great. Uh, we are extremely happy that she's a part of the team. Uh, feel free to, you know, uh, talk amongst yourselves and things like that. But there's no, there's no business with this. Danae is fantastic. If anything, to me, when I've been listening to the Behind the Sense uh, podcast, it's, you know how like in, I'm going to make a movie comparison, like in uh, Inception where Ellen Page's character uh, comes in and she's the proxy for the audience, right? She's the, the person that needs to be explained to all of these things. Otherwise, right. you're hanging out with pros that all mm -hmm. know the, the rules and the things and stuff like that. If anything, Danae's journey into getting into this world has been awesome because it, it's, it, it, it should have brought you listeners into kind of our process as a proxy. And I think it's been delightful. And Danae's great. Everybody calm down. <laughs> Everybody calm down. Calm down. <laughs> How do you feel listening uh, to that back, Danae? Um, man, I was super eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> you were. You were. I, you know, there's a lot of emotion and you want people to like you and you want people to understand what you're doing. And of course, I have that. Um, and this is a bigger platform than anything I've ever really stepped out onto. So there's lots of, of opinions and such. Um I still think about using the word hate, although I've gotten confident in it again. Uh, last week's episode regarding The Office. Go back and <laughs> listen to it. Um, I think probably because, you know, Jeremy uses it too. And so I've sort of gotten my footing a little bit. I know what I mean when I say that. But I still think about it a lot, actually. Um, anytime I use that the word hate, I think about that criticism because I think it's still valid. So, um, but yeah, I, I still stand behind it. I can hear myself like... Um, working through what it means to have a right to be here. Mm -hmm. And that right to be here voice is something that was uh, like, there's a confidence that I have because of fan feedback and because of my team, because of, you know, Aaron and Jonathan and Jeremy, Chris and Barrett all giving me confidence, even though I didn't have it for myself. So nice. it's a kind of a cool moment. What do you guys think about that listening back? Jonathan, what were, what are you thinking? I thought it was very cool that you were willing to address that because I don't know when, if, if I was in the same shoes, I don't know that I would. I probably just would have let it go. But um, I thought, no, I thought it was awesome. And yeah. Barrett came to your defense. I came to her defense too, I want to admit. <laughs> admit? <laughs> she didn't play that part. 
Yeah, that was a little bit later. Sorry, sorry. I didn't didn't want to just play the whole episode. But uh, no, it was great to have Barrett on that episode. He'll speak his mind freely. Speaking of uh, editing Jonathan out, uh, the number six clip comes from the, what I call the Ghost of Jonathan episode. Uh, This was the episode where we recorded and then realized Jonathan's audio was bad and (laughs) basically edited him out of the episode. Do you remember this happening? Uh, Where it was like... Oh, yeah. I just and and I had to use like all my bag of tricks on that one to to put that one together and make it sound like it was just an AI talking because not only did Jonathan's audio get lost but it was in the one we talked about the shining. <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah, that was, was the shining. And then I was on vacation when you guys talked about Sansa and Lambs. Yeah, which is, I'm so glad I was because listening to you guys talk about Sansa and Lambs. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That was another great moment. <laughs> no, uh, that was awful. Yeah, that was a that was a one that was episode 21 i th- i mean i think we made something you know that was listenable but it just it, mm-hmm, it felt sure. icky it just was like you it know did. it felt like we cheated yeah because there was so much good stuff you missed from jonathan um but this was a section that has been titled shining furry blowy uh so we will uh, listen to that <laughs> i have t- I, uh, I have two questions what was the furry doing i don't get that part it was a blowjob by a beat like a beast yeah, I mean, yeah, it was just a strange thing happening with the ghost in the hotel. Like a, a like a beast. Like he was like a furry beast. You mean thing. like a boss? Like a, be- like like a, a beast? <laughs> <laughs> was he beast mode? No, it really was a blowjob. Yeah, yeah, he was just giving him a blowjob, and I mean, I, I I guess I don't get how that's related at all. That's the point. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the hotel at that point is just waking up. Like it's just like all the ghosts are out now. Like and and there was somebody who died in that hotel that was dressed like a dog monster. Who knows? Things happen in hotels. Okay. Uh, All right. That. (laughs) Well, hey, at least I'm glad I didn't have to Google that one. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. Uh, The shining furry blowy uh, came in at number six. Uh, nice. And then it's a theme. It's a theme in the show, explaining things to Danae from movies uh, that she may not have seen. Uh, we will go on to number five. Uh, this is from episode 14, appropriately titled Dick Dick Picks. So this one was requested and came in at number five. <laughs> dick Dicks. Do you know what a Dick Dick is? I do I not. I know you're trying to set me up right now. <laughs> I'm not trying to set you up. This is this is a type of antelope. It's a tiny type of antelope. They're called dick dicks. Now, now, when I'm looking this up, am I D-I-C-K-ing this or is it D-I-K? No, D-I-K. D-I-K-K. D-I-K, D-I-K. And they are sexually and socially... Oh, they're so cute! <laughs> aren't they, though? They're adorable. I think but... they might they might have those at the animal kingdom. So so here's the thing about dick dicks though. I want one they, right now. They follow around their female mates all year long, sticking close to them to prevent interlopers. And antelopes or inter antelopers. Inter antelopers. Uh, and they and so it's the males that just that are just like stalkery is maybe the, but it's just like once they mate, they make sure the you know the females they so follow it's, through so it's kind of a, a aggressive huh. thing. Oh, um, okay. prairie voles are interesting. Uh, so prairie voles will mate exclusively with the males. Will mate exclusively with the female they lose their virginity to because they they have a pair bonding chemical that's released, and they actually will attack other females who come on to them. I'm so distracted. I wasn't listening to that at all because I'm still looking at dick dick pics, <laughs> but. I scroll, 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 yeah, scroll, yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden I come along a cheetah that's eating a dick dick. 
Oh, I'm sorry. So that's that's super bummed me Trigger. out. I know. So now I need to scroll back up and find the adorable pic of the dick dick. Oh, I just appreciate that I can say that now. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> that was a combination you, of d- distracted Danae and also I really am enjoying yeah. saying dick dick pic right now. So that What's was a funny is as soon as that conversation started, I was thinking, oh, hey, once we stop it, I'm going to make a comment about I think this are at the animal kingdom. And I fucking said that. <laughs> actual... <laughs> totally forgot. <laughs> That's amazing. That's great. Um, I, I will say I to this day continue to have beloved BTS fans that will link me on uh, Twitter to adorable dick dick pics. That's great. Yeah, I, I got love involved the... in those too somehow. Like I got I got included and I was like, oh, that's nice. I yeah, it's so it cute. Brightens up your day. I, yeah. it, again, it's turning a negative into a positive. Our fans send you dick dick pics and it's, you know, it's <laughs> the, appropriate the appropriate kind. The appropriate kind. dick dick. Yes, exactly. That's right. It's amazing. Uh, in appropriate at, dick dicks. In <laughs> at number four, uh, speaking of appropriate things, this is from, oh, no. this is live from Sin Week, episode 38, Barrett's Proposition. Can we fuck? Can we? I'm, yes. <laughs> Barrett. I mean, Barrett, uh, yeah, I my wife is in the room, but if we want to have a conversation afterwards. The, in- the short answer is yes. Coming right out That's with what, it. That's what, the $1,000 tier for that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We don't have that membership level. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, Okay, Barrett. can we can we do the beginning again? It just it happens so fast at sure. the very beginning. It's like Barrett doesn't know if he can say the word fuck on the show, and he just so quickly says, "Can we fuck?" It is just so funny. Can I hear it one more time? Uh-huh, sure. Can we fuck? Can we? I'm- yes. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, just, uh, he just left out. Can we say? He left out. Yeah, say, yeah. Which yeah. is a very important word <laughs> in, in that, that sentence, question. In that sentence. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> the uh, tone of the sentence. Com- the tone of the question completely changes it does it does and then it was almost like it's almost like he slapped his hand over his mouth like can we fuck oh <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah uh... yeah i was like well and it's that also that thing of he doesn't have the answer to his question yet and yet he's doing it you know what i mean so yeah. there's also that thing yeah. of like he doesn't know if oh, he's he allowed to it. do the thing he just did <laughs> you know kind yeah. of thing uh, my yeah. favorite part about that that was the episode we talked about love actually though and he's like there's a lot of people in it <laughs> yes and like, which that is was still a running big, like i'm gonna defend this movie yes and yes that, barrett that loves movies with lots inner, of people that has become an inner uh Cinema Sins running gag. Whenever we wa- <laughs> ever watch a movie with a lot of people in it, I let him know. Yeah. yeah. Barrett, you'll love this. It has a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he remembers that that's what it's from? Oh, or yeah. Even I'm remember- sure he does. Okay. You don't okay. think so? Yeah, yeah, it could go either way. Because oh, okay. I obviously forgot I said something about Animal Kingdom <laughs> a year ago. We're going to inform you guys about that. Uh, number three. Uh, this comes to us from episode 28 um and let's talk about sex euphemisms uh this is from f episode 28 uh they're just about sex uh michael scott has a uh, line in the office where he says unspeakable act and it just triggered something in me of like of course it's speakable you can say what the duck in the mouse are doing um and there's probably many many ways to say it in fact as we know so i looked up euphemisms for uh sexual intercourse and boy was i not disappointed uh i found an article called 400 euphemisms for sexual intercourse 400 and it is a list of 400 different things different ways to say uh uh, you know, having sex. What I like uh, to think about. Like, what I like to think about right now 
is that the audience just check their phone to see how long this podcast is. <laughs> well, here's what I want to do. I want you to pick a number between 1 and 400. Oh, good. And we will randomize this a couple times. And 372. We'll, we'll, we'll do it as long as it's entertaining. Uh, 372 uh, is, I got to go all the way down here, um, thrumming. Thrumming is 372. Well, I, I, I picked a, a lame one to start <laughs> off with. Let's, see. Let's do 41, your favorite number. Oh, my favorite number, 41, is bringing an al dente noodle to the spaghetti house (laughs) these are all for sexual intercourse right (laughs) is that right yes yes. okay (laughs) no i didn't know if they were for cinnamon i just want to say if my husband ever used that line hey baby how about i bring my al dente noodle to the spaghetti house tonight i'd slap him i wouldn't all right pick another one oh god uh 13 13. These are in alphabetical order, by the way. So you'll you oh, kinda, you kind of know. Uh, baking the potato. Baking the potato. Hey, honey, want to bake the That's potato tonight? Sexy. I'd be like, yeah, I love potatoes. <laughs> sure. Uh, let's I go. Just, I'm just, you know, what, what happened to just say you want to fool around? I don't, you know. 400, because I want to see uh, the Z. The last, I want to know the Z. The Z. All yeah. right. 400. Zooming in the zoo zoo. <laughs> zigzagging. Zigzagging. Yeah. That is, that's not let's do exciting some at all. Tonight. Uh, you want you want to pick more numbers, or you want me to just uh, throw some more at you? What are um, some of your faves? Yeah, well, do it's a such a through. it's such a long list, but oh, like you didn't. Make what's a the link? Top what's 10? the link? Four hundred. Yeah, just search for four hundred euphemisms to... for sexual intercourse. Oh, euphemism. You have a right. top ten lightsaber battles. <laughs> yeah, this so, should be your list. I'm gonna guess uh, things you like um, Bam Bam and the Ham Ham. That's uh, better. That's better. That sounds thing, like a band. <laughs> things things like I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Some of them are. Uh, little more explicit than others like cattle prodding the oyster ditch with the lap <laughs> rockets are you reading these now too cattle prodding the oyster ditch with the lap rockets mm-hmm. is there like just normal ones in there too like yeah yeah like, being <laughs> getting like, it on yeah it? like I number mean, like number 25 is being intimate you know so yeah there's normal ones but number here. 61 would you, is would you like to be intimate clean, that'd be creepy cleaning the cobwebs with the womb broom <laughs> Yeah, you know, we've all been there. Like, hey, honey. It's been a long time since we've had sex. You mind if I clean the cobwebs with, with my, my womb broom? broom? I mean, I think you would be appreciative. Your husband's taking initiative. Uh, and, that's clever. Uh, you know, cleaning up some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's just common knowledge. Right, it's common knowledge that instead of saying have sex, you say fidgeting the midget in Bridget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or this parking the beef bus in Tuna Town. <laughs> Tuna Town. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm going crab fishing in the Dead Sea. <laughs> I, see, some of these sound like insults. I think they are. I think yeah, they're. I, some I, are disgusting. Some are, you know. Yeah, they're not all great. <laughs> oh, like, no. I, I think about my, my favorite. I don't oh, know. No. Dead Sea. This one's showing up in a Sins video at some point. Okay. I'm working this in. This is my favorite. Instead of saying have sex, gland to gland combat. Ooh. That's it. That is amazing. Amber Thanks for listening to the show. I could read this all day. <laughs> and I could. And I continue to. Okay. My favorite. I have two thoughts about like my favorite thing about that was you, Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan, Your commentary during that run. That was making me cry. Laugh. Like just, just completely so deadpan at one point. I would think she'd be grateful. I mean, you're cleaning up around <laughs> here. Yeah. Okay. Or- it's definitely joking. But yeah, no. That's how I, you know. I mean, I'm cleaning it. I don't understand. You're upset. <laughs> I'm do- doing good work. Or when, <laughs> I'm or putting, when I'm you- putting the effort. <laughs>
you called out uh, Aaron and you were like, oh, come on, Aaron. Like, you haven't read them all. No, he's like, he's like, like, you don't have a top 10. Because, like, I, prior to that, like, like that week, I don't even know. A, one thing I thought about there was realizing that was pre-self-isolation because you guys were in the same room. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of this um, is. Because you were reading them, too. That's weird to think about because it's been so long, I feel like, since we've done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, the other thing was that uh, the lightsaber, the, the thing about the top Top 10 was that earlier that week there was like i don't know if it was slack i don't know where this conversation happened but somebody was talking about the lightsaber battle i think in uh rise of skywalker mm-hmm. yeah and the water and then aaron just comes in and says that's now my fifth favorite lightsaber <laughs> battle <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like what <laughs> sorry I no, it was great. I mean, I think, that's, I think that's awesome. But it's like if you have a top ten for that, I mean, definitely. Uh. You de- yeah, you definitely have a top ten of the four hundred sexual euphemisms. <laughs> the second thing I was thinking about, Aaron, is you did put that into a script. I sure did. Combat. I sure you did, and it worked on that one perfectly because it was about having uh, a wedding instead of. Uh, cleaning up the dead after a war so it was like after war so it was after hand-to-hand combat and it's like what they can't wait for the gland gland combat you know kind of thing like it was <laughs> it worked really well that was in um maleficent i think that was the maleficent script uh that i worked that yes into. it was maleficent I... needed some gland to land combat um well this probably doesn't surprise you but i have the list in front of me uh so if i'll leave it up to you two Uh, you can vote yay or nay would you like to hear a couple more sure Mm -hmm. all right we got a couple yeses oh my god Uh, you're way too excited about this (laughs) number 174 jerking it where she's twerking it And we don't know if Aaron's wearing pants right now. Let's just let's be honest about this. And he was really excited. Uh, number 165, doing the humpy squirty. I mean, come on. Is there anything sexier than These calling it humpy? These are awful. Humpy, These are humpy squirty? Is that? Who no. came up with that? <laughs> I, some I thought weird it was digital, good. Some, some like really odd sw- digital yeah. underground fan. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, that sounds like diarrhea to me. <laughs> doing yeah. squat thrust in the cucumber patch. Also okay. sounds like diarrhea to me. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, we'll we'll move on from there. Uh, he picked the wrong list. He picked the, the moment is over. The four hundred diarrhea euphemism. But, oh, that is true. I totally yeah. That's that's weird. I thought I put intercourse, but instead uh, I put diarrhea. That's that's They're an easy mistake. They're not even spelled similar, Aaron. How did you do that? Well, I often get diarrhea and intercourse mixed up. I don't know why. It just happens. Oh, my God, your poor wife. Uh, All right, let's move on to the top two. Number two from episode seven uh, has already been mentioned. Here is Jonathan versus the vacuum cleaner. There's some sort of like um, construction going on behind you. Somebody using a uh, uh, like a buzzsaw behind you or something. Oh, no. It's actually I'm sorry. My uh, my house cleaner had to come today. I think she's vacuuming. Hold on one second. It's the Roomba. I think Jonathan Are you being sucked in? Jonathan is being vacuumed No! Jonathan! Oh no, Jonathan! Oh, oh, let him live! Let him live! 
<laughs> listening back to that, it totally sounds like we staged that. Right. It, it just happened. It, and it really did just happen. But it, listening back, it's funny. It's like, it's like, wait, is there something going on behind you? Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Hold on I'll a second. I'll be right back. <laughs> no. And you also, it's harder to tell. It's I, I thought about this at the time when it came out, but it was so much louder in the headphones as we were recording mm-hmm. than I think it comes off, obviously, on the final product. Because it gets the pretty loud cleaner, even on the final product, though. Yeah. It's crazy yes. how loud that gets. The vacuum cleaner gets louder and louder and closer and closer. <laughs> and we're just like, oh, no. Because, you know, first, Aaron and I are just goofing off making vacuum cleaner noises. Which, by the way, do. that is half the time on the show is us goofing off making noises. Like, it just, <laughs> yeah. it just happens. I mean, we did it, we did a whole new uh, intro for this best of clips <laughs> show just out of nowhere. <laughs> so. But anyway, it was like, it was just one of those where Aaron and I are in the same room together listening to this thing get louder and louder. We're like, oh, Jonathan's been trapped. Kind of like. <laughs> Oh, what's that movie from when we we're like, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids mm-hmm. sort of yeah. thing? <laughs> Just kind of imagining Jonathan trying to get free. Let him no, live, me God, thinking, let him I can record when my house cleaner's here. That'd be easy. Uh, and then Jonathan, that won't, go, that won't then jo- go through a thin door. Yeah. <laughs> I think you also came back to the microphone and Aaron and I are just dying and you're like, what happened? What's going on, guys? <laughs> Uh, we should stuff. we should have a, like a little compilation of all the times that Jonathan's like, hold on, my my daughter needs me to open a pickle jar just since, <laughs> just since quarantine. Oh my yeah. god! And then I got I got apple juice all over me that day, and I like smelled like apple juice while I was trying to record. I did not like that smell. <laughs> What's funny is our house cleaner pre quarantine she had switched to Fridays, and then like a couple weeks ago she was coming back, and my wife was like, so she wants to come back on the and I I had almost forgotten that we started recording on Fridays so the last second. I was like, no, no, tell her to come a different day. <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't be sucked in the vacuum again. By the way, uh, opening the pickle jar, opening the pickle jar is number two sixty-seven on the list. So, um, good to know. Um, All right, we're ready for the number one clip. Um, I'm curious if you guys have a guess in your mind. You don't have to say it because we don't want to spoil it or anything, or maybe it doesn't matter. But what's something that you think more people would request that hasn't been played yet as a clip? You said the you said the chips was going to be the outro. Correct. These chips are good. We'll use at the end. Any thoughts? It's going to be Danae. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair something. enough. I'm just guessing. Uh-huh. Or maybe Aaron. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm, uh, no, I, I don't have... know. All I right. have no uh, idea. It's fun. Uh, maybe uh, Danae talking about donuts. I have no idea. I really it don't. falls into the explaining things to Danae category. This is titled. <gasps> Am I going to have to listen to you explain the mist again? Yep. This is titled oh, I, Clearing I the Mist. Uh, oh clearing no. the mist here we I go feel dumb now okay can we talk about the mist one sure it's mentioned in that the comments was so wrong i have that <laughs> written down okay 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 that is so in the comments and as someone who never saw the mist i have zero understanding of what's going on well and i don't think you'll ever see that movie right no. so can we so, talk about yeah, it yeah i'll spoil it for you this is about a group of people trying to survive this weird mist that comes to their town that has like uh, monsters or aliens or something in mm-hmm. it that's just like killing people okay 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 and the end of the movie they are in a vehicle and basically have given up you know the mist is all around them you can hear the monsters and he only has one bullet left and it's him in or is it her 
I can't remember. It's her and no, her. No, there's four people in the car, so he has like he has he has four bullets left, I guess, because he's gonna he's about to kill himself. Oh, I thought he only had one less. I thought he he mm-hmm. I thought he sacrificed a bullet for himself and killed everybody else in the car. But anyway, maybe, maybe there's three then, but there's definitely four people in that car. But then as as soon as he's done killing everybody else, you see sirens and lights. One less and, bullet than needed is what was written in oh, this. Okay, so yeah, that's what I thought. I thought he didn't have a bullet for himself. That that makes sense. Yes, yeah, and so. And so as soon as he, like right after he actually kills everybody, they're saved and they all would have been fine. <gasps> and that's how the movie ends. No, that's <laughs> horrible. Right. <gasps> but also very good storytelling. It's I mean, incredible it's, storytelling. Yeah. yeah. He kills his friends and then and family. Yeah. Survi- Andrea and his from family? Walking Dead. yeah. I didn't want to tell you all the details of who's in Was the car. Was it his kids? Uh, listen, I didn't. Oh, jeez, Louise. <laughs> Mother Mary Pete the Dragon. <laughs> I now I want a T-shirt that says "Jeez Louise, Mother Mary Pete the Dragon." It is it's just when I was listening back to this, I was like, "That is the best thing I've ever heard." Oh yeah, we should have done that T-shirt. Jeez Louise, Mother Mary Pete the Dragon. I can tell you, this whole thing's been really odd in that it's. Like when it's the two of you talking, like you're sitting in front of me. So uh-huh. I'm just like, I'm having to watch and wait till your lips actually move to know the clip's <laughs> over. Oh, very man. confusing. It's just, and it's also real. I mean, it's just so real. You it, like that was not put on at all. It was no, just... no, no, because I realized the way that you were wording that, that you were trying to not tell me that he killed children. <laughs> and then all you guys out there are like, that was so fun. Let's have Danae hear horrible endings to all the movies and react in this crazy way. And you all are sick. You're sick people right, and I though, love you. When I said that outtake was so wrong, it really was. Because I remember watching, I don't remember what video that was on. Because it wasn't it was outtake. On, um, it was on, I think, The Adams Family. Yeah, and they cut to that, right? Yeah. Like they cut, yeah, and I just remember watching that and going, oh my God, we did that. Like, yeah. I, mean, I, I was just like taken aback. And, um, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. I, I, I do want to say, I, I, love, um, I love your guys' love of that. But man, I mean, hearing about tragic things, I, that's maybe one of my things I love about the show, too, is that I do get to get like the condensed version of a lot of material. And then there's just some I just don't want to know about, I guess. That's one of them. I, I can never I can never unsee that in my imagination. I, like you, have now seen it, although not nearly as intense as watching the entire movie right. and seeing that. But still, right. I have now seen it and experienced it with you. And that's all I need. <laughs> Well, I will say in the movie, you don't actually see, like, I mean, you. it's like out. the shot is outside of the car. Right. I saw it in the outtake. Yeah, yeah, that's so. right. That's right. That's yeah. the show. Yeah. Yep. Uh, mm. But, I mean, you also have to realize it's a movie about monsters attacking people that don't exist. So, yeah. Cheese you know. yeah, Louise, real. Mother Mary. Yeah, that Pete would be a great. The dragon. <laughs> It may be the best thing ever. It, it may be my I, favorite thing ever. I can't believe I forgot about that. I uh, I now have that we need several new BTS shirts. I have fascinating, and then Jonathan's Dr. Seuss quote: um, "God loves you, and I'm trying real hard." <laughs> um, and then Jeez, Lu- Jeez Louise, Mary Pete, Mary, Mother Mary, Mary Pete Mother the... Pete the Dragon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez yeah, Louise, Mother that? Mary. Pete the dragon. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's one of my favorite things ever. I'm sorry that you had to experience such pain to get there, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I, I will love it forever. Uh, that's going to do it for behind the scenes this week. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. You can hang out with us on Twitter. We're at cinema sins BTS. I am at Aaron Dicer. She is at Danae says. 
D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S. He is at Sam Loomis 13. So for Jonathan Watkins, Danae Hughes, Pete the Dragon, Mother Mary, and Jesus Louise and myself, we will see you next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to BTS at CinemaSins.com. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting CinemaSins.com slash BTS. These chips are good. I feel like we just started like a, like some sort of dub mix where like the... First These sample. chips are good. These yeah, chips yeah. are good. Like, These chips are good. These chips are good. These chips are good. Crunchy, crunchy. These chips are good. I'm going to read the back. It's Kettle Brand potato chips with 600 solar panels on the roof. They generate a whole bunch of kilowatts annually. Our natural promise made with natural raw ingredients is gluten-free, no preservatives, and zero grams trans fat. These chips are good. Crunchy, crunchy. These chips are good. Crunchy, crunchy. These chips are good. Wow. That was fun. All right, Potatoes. bye. Salt flour, sunflower, canola oil. Wait, salt, cheddar cheese with pasteurized milk cheese cultures too. It's got natural flavors with sugar and buttermilk powder with maltodextrin soil. Whoa, what is that? These chips are good. Crunch it, crunch it. These chips are good. Yeast extracted onion powder, garlic power, lactic acid, culture, non-fat milk. Yo, it's got some spice in it. These chips are good. They're kettle brand potato chips, y'all. From New York, it's cheddar. It's great taste. It's natural. And its net weight is only 1.5 ounces. That's 42 grams. These chips are good. Crunchy, crunchy. These chips are good. Chips are good. Uh, these chips are so good. I want to eat all the chips. I already did eat all the chips. The chips, these are, chips gone. are delicious. These chips are gone. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if If you don't win your first bet, bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.